welcome to the BYOBA podcast, where we'll dive into weekly episodes together to help you transform into your own biggest asset. This is a space where no topic is off limits because everything you need to reach your goals is already within you. Let's dive in. Welcome to part two of setting yourself up for an amazing year where you can honestly change your life and throw it on a 180 if you put in the consistent work to do so. If you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, I suggest you go back and start there because this really is a two-part process and you can't do one without the other. The first part is critical, which is the reflection. So head on over there if you haven't listened to it yet. And if you have, keep listening because we're going to dive into part two. Part two of this entire process is the goal setting and planning. And again, this is not just writing down a few goals for the new year or new year's resolutions and expecting or thinking that they're just going to magically happen throughout the year. This is going to be a really sustainable plan that you're going to keep checking in on weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually to get to your long-term goals. And this is a process that I began implementing back in 2021, and it had the biggest impact on my life, which is why I want to share it with you today. It's where Be Your Own Biggest Asset really came to life and came from, and that was the year I experimented what this entire brand is on my personal life and it worked so well that we created this podcast because of it. So this method I can tell you does work if you're willing to implement some key character traits which would be determination, consistency, and honestly just grit. Like you're going to do a lot of silent work this year that people aren't going to see. It's going to be the ugly silent work and that's what it takes to produce these huge wins that you will have when you look back at your year at the end of 2024. And when I look back on that year of 2021, I really see that it was really like silent work, silent, hard, ugly work that nobody saw. And then towards the end of the year and like all of 2022, people were like, oh my God, she's winning so much. Like, how is she doing this? Why does her life look like that? But it was all the silent wins that it took from 2021. And so that's what this year is about. It's about not worrying about people seeing you win, not worrying about if they know what you're doing or what it takes because you know what it takes. And at the end of the day, that's all it really, that really matters. It's going to be a huge you versus you thing all year long. You want to be consistently doing better than you were the day before, getting 1% better every day. Because if you got 1% better daily over the next 365 days, you would be so far ahead of where you are right now. And there's going to be so much change that you would have made and growth. And so, Although it may be frustrating at times, just worry about what you're doing. Do the silent work. Don't worry about what other people see or know or what they're doing. Just focus on you and I promise it's all going to compound and come to fruition at one point. So today we're going to dive into this year-long goal-setting process and it's going to help you discover what you really want to do out of 2024 and get crystal clear on how to get there and what you need to do. Again, you need to have direction with where you are going. And so the reason that this strategy works so well is because it has tangible goals that you're going to use right down to each quarter, each month, and what you need to be doing in that month. It's not just a one and done kind of thing. Um, and so it really is a process out of consistency. And so if you make it your motto just to be 1% better daily and try to make that progress every single day, 
you are going to get there. The goal is not something you can reach overnight. It is something that you have to do long term. And we said this in the last episode, but it is not a sprint. It's a marathon to reach your goals. And so you want to have some endurance for this and pace yourself and do the right steps and build the right foundation to also sustain those goals once you reach them. There is something that I think is really interesting that a lot of people do. And I do this more with like my quarters. I'll have words that I theme my quarters with. And you can do this for the year, but I would have an underlying theme of determination, grit, and consistency because that's really what it's going to take to reach your goals. You're going to get knocked down. You have to be determined enough to stand back up and keep pushing and pressing on towards your goals. The grit is going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to be the ugly silent work like we just talked about. Grit is what's going to get you through that. And then consistency, of course. Like we said, it's not going to be something overnight, but if you consistently chip away at this goal, you're going to get there. And so if you can bring those three character traits to the table, you're going to succeed using and implementing this method. So I'm a huge believer in the quote that failing to plan is planning to fail. So you have to know where you're headed. And so we're going to curate this plan on how to get there. I think a lot of people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in five. And so a lot of people overestimate and then they get discouraged at the end of the year that they aren't where they thought they were going to be. But realistically, in five years, you can do so much more than what you think you can um, if you're just consistent and chip away at it, like I said. And so we're going to start out this episode with what is your five-year goal? What does your life look like in five years? And I want you to think about this in all areas. Everything I'm going to say, do this for each area of your life. Financials, business, career, personal wellness or health, um, your mindset or just yourself as personal goals, your family, relationship, and friends. Those are the areas that I really get specific and important to. And then you could have a section for other goals. Maybe you have travel goals or whatever that looks like, your bucket list goals. You can put that in there too, but those are the key areas. So the first thing that you're going to do is write down what you want to be doing in five years, where you want to be, what are your goals in each area, what does your life look like. Once you're done writing that down, you need to write down where you are now. And we went over this in last week's episode with the reflection. So you can kind of take from there when you're looking at where are we right now. This is going to give you a really good idea of, you know, the gap that you have to close. And that's really good to know. And it's critical for the rest of our goal planning here today, because now you know where you are, you know where you're headed. The gap is all the things we need to close and the small wins we need to create in between. And so we're going to dive into how to achieve each one of those small stepping stone goals and you can spread it out over the course of five years. So now we're just going to break it down to like, what do we need to do this year? What are some steps we can take this year to get closer to that five-year goal? So again, I would write down all the different areas of your life and then write down under each one, three to five big goals that you have in those areas. And so for financials, maybe it's saving $20,000 towards your first home. Maybe for fitness or your health, you want to feel strong and confident in your body. Business, maybe you want to grow your community or your client base to a certain number or your business revenue. 
These can be ideas for your business, for your relationship. Maybe it's not so number focused, but you want to feel closer to your partner and more connected with them. And so some sub goals of that could be doing a monthly date night or changing up what you do on your date night instead of the same thing every time and going on more of adventure kind of thing. So now that you have that gap and you realize what the gap is, you can kind of figure out who you need to become, what you need to do, what small stepping stones can we reach in between, and those are the things that go on your on your annual goal list in each area. And so you can write down in each area three to five big goals that you have for this year that are going to get you closer to your five-year goals. Again, these can still be big goals. I want you to push yourself. And the intention with this is it's not necessarily always about hitting the goal, but how close can you get to hitting the goal or can you even surpass it? So it's not like a harsh thing at the end of the year that you didn't hit the goal, but if you got close to it, how close did you get and how much closer can you get next year until you hit it and then, you know, you can increase the goal. So, for example, maybe your five-year goal is to own your first home. And so, this year, maybe you want to save $15,000 towards your down payment on that first home or $20,000. That would be, you know, your big goal, five years long-term, and then something that you can tangibly do this year because it's, you know, going from zero to 100 saying, I want to buy a home but you haven't saved at all yet, you probably need to, you need to start somewhere, right? And so starting with that fifteen to twenty thousand dollars you want to save, and then we can dive into how do we get there. And that's later on in this episode, but we're gonna basically do for each goal sub strategies that you can use. So your goal is twenty thousand dollars towards your first home. What are some other things you need to do? Maybe it's so each year you're saving five thousand dollars. And how are you saving that five thousand dollars? What's your strategy? Are you putting away a certain amount each week or each month? Or are you starting a side hustle where you're gonna generate twenty thousand dollars over the year and that's all gonna be for your home savings? You can go at it from so many different angles, but it's really important that you write down those strategies because it's going to look totally different for someone who starts a side hustle to make $20,000 versus someone who is putting away X amount each week to afford putting away $20,000. It's going to look so totally different. And so it's really important to write down this strategy of how you're actually going to reach your goal. Quarter. Once you get to those strategies, you can also build in quarterly check-ins, like a little bit of a timeline for yourself to see if you're on track for your goals. Maybe you're really on track for things in regards to your home savings, but you had another goal, which was to feel strong and confident in your body towards the end of the year and your health, but you haven't really poured into that enough in the first quarter. And so, you can see, okay, I'm doing really good in this area. I've built the foundation for my savings stuff. I need to shift gears a little bit and focus towards getting into the gym and taking my vitamins and and doing healthy meal prep. So that's why it's important with these strategies. You can kind of see timeline based for the year, breaking it down. What do I need to do quarterly? What do I need to do monthly? And then also that can contribute into like tangible actions that you take weekly 
in order to reach those monthly goals. And I know that sounds like so much planning, but I promise it it's really, really effective when you do it. And when it comes to writing down these strategies underneath of your goals, um, you know, you can think about like, how can I achieve it? Who do I need to become? What do I need to change? What can I be doing daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly to support and achieve this goal or move me closer to it? And so again, this doesn't have to necessarily be, obviously you can look at that goal of $20,000 and say, yeah, I need to save $5,000 a quarter, but what kind of skills do you also need to develop in order to reach that goal? Do you need to increase your financial intelligence? I know for me this past year, I had some goals with savings and I really had no idea what I was doing or how to do it. And so I read a lot of books on financial intelligence and how to manage your money or how to invest your money properly. And so that's something you can look into as well when you're looking at each goal. Do you need to increase your education there, your skills? Maybe you just need to develop certain character skills. For example, maybe you need to be more disciplined because in the past you've had these goals and you know how much you need to save, but you're not disciplined enough because you choose to go spend the money somewhere else before putting it into your savings account or generating that income. Or maybe your goal was the side hustle, but you gave up halfway through the year and you need to be more disciplined in doing the actions that are going to generate that income. So that could be a part of your strategy, simply working on being more disciplined. There's so many different angles you can come at this from and different perspectives when it comes to the strategies, but I think it's really important to have it where you can see if you're making progress or not, have those quarterly checkpoints or monthly checkpoints if you can, but then also what character traits you need to develop, how do you need to grow as an individual, and then what are tangible actions that you can be doing in order to reach these goals. And again, it's really important that you use every single part of this annual planning. You have to do the big goals annually, then the sub goals and the strategies. And then from there, quarterly, monthly. And if you want to, you can do weekly. That's optional. Um, I kind of do my weekly planning each month when I look at what my monthly target points are or goals are. But I want to make sure that it's clear that you have to implement all of those aspects. You can't just say, I want to save $20,000 this year. So every week I'm going to, you know, try and put away X amount. Well, what are you going to, what do you need to do? Who do you need to become? How are you going to generate this income? You need to know the answers to these things to know what to do and what direction you're going in. So I hope that's really clear. And if you have any questions about what kind of strategies you should implement for certain things, just send a message into our Instagram and I'd be happy to help you with your goal planning and goal setting. Now this next part, I feel that a lot of goal planning and goal setting methods never, never touch on. And it's one of the most important to me. And that's writing down your core values. And so this is important because it's going to guide how you do everything. And so you maybe want to write down five to 10 of your core values that are going to lead you throughout your journey. For me, integrity, honesty, loyalty are huge, huge aspects for me of things that I value. Family, when you know your core values, it's going to guide you into what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and kind of the way you're willing to go. For me, I would never feel aligned to step on someone else to get ahead. Other people maybe wouldn't care because they don't value that integrity or loyalty. And so 
that's really going to shift directions of what way you're going to go about doing your goals. So getting clear on your values and it also helps you always feel aligned with what you're doing and not be led astray by what other people are doing or other things that are out there that maybe would work, but don't align with you or what you want out of your journey. And so always staying true and aligned with who you are deep down with your core values is going to be really important. This can also help you when it comes to finding people that you want to use as an accountability buddy or someone that you're going to collaborate with. Do your goals align because maybe there's someone you know who also has the goal of feeling strong and healthy with their body at the end of the year and confident, but the way they're going to go about it is completely different than the way you're going to go about it. And so if that doesn't align with you, then they're probably not the right person to have as your accountability partner. And so writing down those core values are super, super important. And I really, I highly recommend that you do that. One more example that I want to give just to give you guys some perspective and ideas of what you can be writing down. Um, for example, under personal goals. Maybe your goal, your big goal is to develop your personal brand. And the reason for it is to increase your self-confidence. So your sub goals might be define your personal brand, figure out and create who you are and what you want that to look like, improve your mindset around yourself. And then some tangible things you can be doing is social media. That's a huge way that you can create a brand around yourself. And then also consistency is probably a skill that you want to develop showing up consistently as your authentic self no matter what environment you're in so those could be the strategies towards building your personal brand beside each of your goals you can kind of write down what they mean to you what emotion is attached to it why do you want to reach it for you know the building your personal brand maybe you want to do this so that You can eventually start your own business one day and have people that are so rooted in your community and the brand you've created that they're really excited about whatever it is that you launch. Or maybe it's just that you want to set yourself apart from others when it comes to applying for a job that you want or starting your business in an area where there's lots of competition and that can set you apart. But why is that important to you? all of those things and the emotion attached to it, it's going to help remind you throughout the year why you're pushing towards these things. And you're going to come back to these things throughout the year because I, I never understand when people write down their goals at the start of the year and then they never ever look at them again. And I know like I've been guilty of doing this in the past, but ever since implementing the goal setting and planning with an, with annual, quarterly, monthly, and weekly reflection. It will never make sense to me again why people don't revisit them because if you were re- running a million dollar business and you sat down with your board members at the start of the year and you wrote down your goals and the plan for how you were going to reach them, you would not wait till the end of the year and then look back and be like, oh God, we didn't hit any goals or we hit these ones, but we spend way too much in this budget. You would be revisiting these kind of things weekly, monthly, and definitely quarterly. You'd be revisiting the goals. Do they still apply? Are we making progress? Is it helping our business? Is it not? And this is where I say, like, if you ran your life somewhat, a little bit more, the way that we run a business and took your life as seriously as you would take a million dollar business, you'd be seeing million dollar results. And so you would treat a business with way more respect than you're treating yourself. And you would take your business way more seriously than you're treating yourself. And why do we do that? You have to treat yourself with the same level of respect 
that you would with a million dollar business because you have the potential to create those things and your life is obviously just such an important thing. That's something I want you to remember too. And if you're not um, revisiting these goals or you can feel yourself just ignoring it, remind yourself you need to treat your life as importantly as you would treat a million dollar business. You would revisit those quarterly goals and the monthly goals and probably even the weekly goals. And that's how people become so successful is evaluating and figuring out again, what's working? Where are we making progress? Where are we not? Where do we need to, you know, shift our strategies and methods? And so the best of them make time to do this. And I suggest that you do too, because it's what sets extremely successful businesses apart from the rest. And this will separate you and set you apart from the rest of the people and make you extremely successful when you do this. And more importantly than setting you apart from other people, this is going to set this year apart from any other year you've ever had because you're going to make major progress when you reflect and figure out the progress that you're making. Back to the themed words for the year. These are you know, underlying themes that you're going to use throughout the year to guide you. And you can ask yourself, does this move me closer to my goals or further away from them when you're not sure of a decision to make? And that underlying theme can really help you. Maybe you had a really rough year in 2023 and you want to be resilient. You want to bounce back. And maybe your word for the year is resiliency. Maybe your words consistency or determination, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that word is, it's kind of an underlying theme. And when you don't feel like it, let's say you had a really tough year, maybe you went through a, a breakup um, of a really long relationship in 2023 and you just feel like you keep getting knocked down by everything. You know, 2024, maybe your word is resiliency. You're bouncing back in all your areas. And so when you don't feel like it, when you're crying, when you're sad, when you don't feel like getting out of bed, you can remind yourself, this is our year of resiliency and I'm being resilient today. And by being resilient, I'm moving myself closer towards my goals, not further away. And so an underlying theme can be pretty powerful and it's just, it's not front and center all the time and loud. It's just kind of a quiet underlying theme that guides you throughout the year and you will really make progress in that area throughout the year. The last thing that I really only started implementing in 2023 that I highly recommend and it had way more of an impact on reaching my goals than I ever actually thought that it would is a vision board and I do think it's really cute to have like a vision board in your room, one that you make and you can do that. However, I did mine on my screensaver of my phone and I found it extremely effective because I'm not in my bedroom all day looking at the vision board, but I probably look at my phone probably over 200 times a day, but every time I pick it up, I'm either consciously or subconsciously absorbing what's on that screen and what the things are in my vision board. And again, whether it's conscious or subconscious or a reminder to do these things. And so I'll break down what I have on here for you guys. And some of it was my annual goals. Some of it's my five-year goals, but I have two pictures of a girl working out. I have a graduation cap um, because I was working towards graduating college, which I did, but it was a consistent reminder to pour into working on that education so I could graduate. I have a picture of um, a car that I wanted, which I did purchase this year. I have be your own biggest asset and I had that both because I want to become my own biggest asset and then also I wanted to launch that to the world and bring it to you guys, which we've done. I have a picture of my relationship on here because amongst 
all these goals and all these things, it can be really easy to get caught up in them and forget about the people in your life. And I've done that before. So it was important for me to put that on there to remind myself. Sometimes it's okay to turn off your brain towards all these other goals and just pour into the relationship and the people around you. Have some other fun things that I wanted to do just for fun, which were travel, the ocean, and country concerts. Then I have a key to a first home which reminds me to consistently make decisions that are going to move me closer to that, not further away. And so again, that's something that can be your five-year goal, but it guides you every day and every time you look at your phone. I also put on there some quotes that I liked and some key words that were either like an underlying theme for the year or my core values and successful, healthy, fulfillment, relentless, and consistent. It really did help me achieve a lot of those things that are on that vision board. Like if you put that on there, your brain is going to see it so many times a day. It's going to remind you, lead you, and guide you and inspire you towards taking action to your goals. And so I highly recommend doing this and I would love if if you guys shared them on socials and tagged us because I'm it's so fun to see each person's vision board is so different and what they want their look life to look like and so please share those on socials and tag us that is pretty much all for this episode you guys I really hope that this helped you like I said this method had the biggest impact on my life and it continues to do so to this day which is why I wanted to share it with you and um, I hope that you got some direction from this. I've also created a little guide and resource for you that I will launch on Friday this week. Um, and it's basically a reflection guide, a goal setting guide, a 2024 planner. It has all sorts of resources in it. And so you can check that out on our socials if that's something you're looking for a little more guidance in. Or you can always message right into the Instagram and I'm happy to give you some one-on-one -on -one advice or mentorship. Um, but that'll be going live on Friday. I really hope this helped you. And the last thing I want to say is if you're going to just write down your goals and do it as a one and done thing, it's not going to work. And this is tough love here, but if you're going to do that, you may as well not do it at all. If you are serious about making a change towards the goals you have for yourself this year, you have to have enough respect for yourself to take your goals seriously enough to write them all down and strategize with them and not only do that, but revisit these goals at least monthly and quarterly throughout the year. Because again, if you had a million dollar business, you would be doing that. So treat your life as seriously and give it enough respect as you would if you were running a million dollar business. Make the time for it and prioritize you because at the end of the day, you are your own biggest asset. And if you pour into yourself, you're going to be able to pour into others and all the other areas of your life. So I'll see you next week. Hey sister, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the BYOBA podcast. We are so happy to have you here and proud of you for making another investment in yourself. Our mission is to empower women around the globe to become their own biggest asset through this podcast. So the only thing we ask is that if you found value in this episode, found it relatable, helpful, or inspiring, that you share it on your socials and tag us. This way, you can be part of the impact right alongside us. We appreciate you more than you'll ever know. We'll see you next week.